The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to the Arise to Success show where we aim to highlight inspiring individuals and their journeys to success. I'm your host on this show, my name is Jihad. Throughout the show, dear listeners, if you have any questions or comments or if you would like to ask the guests any questions, please feel free to send those on 0779481822. Our guest today is Ray Sayed, who is the founder of Amazing. He will be sharing with us today, inshallah, what Amazing is and why it was created, as well as a few of the hurdles in starting something like this with no tech experience. Race will also be sharing with us the mission of Amazing moving forward, inshallah. Race, jazakallah khair for accepting my invite to be with us today in the show and welcome to the Rise to Success. How are you doing, Race? Jazakallah for having me and I'm doing absolutely fantastically. How are you doing? Great, alhamdulillah. I'm good. As you can see, I'm very cold, so I'm trying to keep myself very warm here. <laughs> layers on as well. Got my layers on. <laughs> yes, yeah, subhanAllah, it's getting quite cold these days. So, Race, mashallah, when I came across your platform, I just wanted to invite you to speak about it, speak about what motivated you to start it. But first of all, if you can tell us what Amazing is and why it was created and why this specific name, which I found really interesting and, and quite fascinating. Awesome. No, thank you for uh, for having me on the platform. The, the work that you guys do on this uh, platform, may Allah put a lot of barakah in it. Um, it helps our community massively. Um, so... For for the work that we do at Amazing, the the name comes from. I mean, I can't even claim it. I have to give my brother credit for this one. But um, the name comes from the word Umma and Amazing. And the, the idea here is that there are, I'd say, hundreds of thousands of, of business owners in the UK that are Muslim owned or Muslim friendly. And when working alone, they're doing a fantastic job. And I would say that they are amazing with an A. But the idea of having amazing with a U is when we bring together our community and work together as an ummah to keep that pound within our community and lift one each one one another up. Mm-hmm. That is when we really strive to become amazing. And I think that having a mentality that brings together um, the, the the pound within our community and really really uplift each other with every transaction and relationship that we make. I think is a very long-term goal that can't be achieved overnight, but it's certainly something that we want to strive towards so that people, even after our time, have a much, much easier time in terms of the the work that they do. Um, So that's where the the name really comes from. Um, In terms of why we started Amazing, um, it kind of comes from a a sort of personal experience that I had growing up. So... um, I came. I come from a mixed race family. My mother is a reaper, and um, growing up, I grew up in an area that was relatively non-Muslim. Mm. So it would take me an extra forty-five minutes to an hour to find halal food or to go to the masjid, for example, for Jummah. Mm. Now, for me, growing up, that was totally normal. I knew absolutely nothing different. And what would happen is, at school, I was usually the only, for example, brown person or ethnic person, let alone the only Muslim in class. Um, and of course, you know, a lot's changed since then. Now you're talking, you know, a good 10, 10 years now. Um, but fast forward to my time at University of Leicester. And for any of your listeners that have actually been to Leicester, it's a really, really multicultural place, mashallah. And what I found was there were Muslim owned and Muslim friendly businesses. But what was really intriguing was not every business that was catering for our needs from a halal perspective were Muslim owned. I thought mm-hmm. it was really how integrated it was mm. um, so I did my three years at university I met some fantastic people that then became part of the team who are much much smarter than me um, but what would happen was after those three years it was very anticlimactic I got back to where I was things hadn't really changed too much and I just said to myself there must be a better way to be able to to, to work with one another and to buy from businesses that we know are, are either smaller or bigger but certainly from within our community and that's that's where amazing came whether i had experience on how to do that or not it was a it was a requirement i thought that that needed to be done and apologies i've been pronouncing as amazing you know referring to umma so it's amazing right 
Well, I think it's uh, that's what we like to have a little bit of uh, also a differentiation of how people say it. So happy for anyone to say it that way. So long as we uh, emphasize the ummah, that's hundred percent right. Alhamdulillah, that's great. Alhamdulillah. And when did you actually start it, and how is the transition from where you started it until now? Yeah, spot on. So I think I graduated from uni about twenty eighteen. I got this idea um, in my last year because I became really um, sort of integrated with uni- University of Leicester ISOC, my my the company I kept, you know, I honestly it's so important, but they, they really set the, the standard high for me in terms of things that I wanted to achieve and the things that they were doing. And the idea came to me um in my last year of university, but then I moved into the family business, which, you know, if anyone uh, any of the listeners have ever worked in a family business, it's not like, you know, a normal nine to five. It's a real commitment. It's livelihood. Mm. And um I just sat on the idea for a very, very long time, and I, I, I'm not a technical person myself. I'm not a developer or a programmer, and I just kind of came up with the idea, thinking, well, what can I do to start? I went up to developers in Yorkshire. They were, you know, quoting me hundreds of thousands of pounds to get an app going at the time, and um, I just thought to myself, well, look, how can I start this from my bedroom? Um, and then I think we got to about 2020. I was doing all the branding. My brother had claimed, you know, the name, managed to get the domain for 99p, alhamdulillah. And um, I just thought to myself, look, I can start something. I've got to learn on YouTube. And, you know, all the resources are in front of me. So I just did it outside of my hours on the weekends and uh, created what we call a, an MVP, which is a minimum viable product, something that I could get out to the world um, and just see if it worked and, and see if it stuck, you know, if the community behind it if something was there if we build will they come and alhamdulillah you know 10 businesses signing up turned into 100 businesses uh, signing up and then 600 businesses signing up and then 2,000 businesses signing up and that's when I realized that there there is something behind this when it comes to uh, that and, and a lot has changed since then you know we were a goods-based marketplace back then and today we're a service-based um uh, platform, but it's given us a lot to to work with and a really good understanding of what our community needs. Mashallah, that's amazing. When you said Mashallah, it's two thousand. That's amazing, Mashallah. So that's one of the wins. Um, could you tell us more of the wins that you know that Amazing has gone through since the start until now, and yeah. some of the hurdles, including what you mentioned, not having you know tech background, and how did you overcome those challenges? Definitely. I mean, let's start with the with the positives. So, you know, on our at the time of building, um, <laughs> we had no idea how to um, uh, manage that many uh, businesses and and try mm. and keep it within our nine to five and do it at a time where um, you know online e commerce was really really shooting up because of COVID. Um, so we timed it quite well, and I would say that was one of the positives as well. Mm. Um, but in terms of one of the wins, you know, I got really lucky that Islam Channel picked it up um, mm. on like the second day of launch or something, and said, you know, do you want to do a, a national TV piece on on one of their um, uh, one of their segments? And um, we took it on. That gave us some really good coverage. Um, I mean, I did that one in my bedroom. It was totally underprepared for. It was not great <laughs> at all. So any any advice on for your listeners is to definitely make sure you uh, you choose a neutral location uh, without boxes in the background. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, when but you it, know, it, I didn't stop you, right? So I just wanted to point no, that out. No, no, definitely, it, did, it didn't stop me. I mean, it might look like I was. Uh, packing or unpacking from Ikea but it definitely didn't stop me <laughs> but um, in terms of you know other successes I could probably talk about you know metrics in terms of how many um, monthly users we hit and I think that's really important for you know your average business but considering we're a community-based um, business model what I would probably say our biggest success is is really integrating ourselves with business owners business owners and um, people within businesses from within our community, it really has highlighted how entrepreneurial the Muslim uh, community is, um, whether it be, you know, in, in weddings and events, whether it be in financial or legal, whether it be in the most niche industries, you know, our community is dotted around everywhere in the most, some some desolate areas of the UK, and they're still doing a fantastic job. And mm. I would say one of our biggest wins is being able to to be involved with their growth um, and be able to provide some form of platform to help them grow. Um, and that's one of the things that really drives us to be able to to continue doing what we do every day and do it with a lot of determination and passion. Um, 
So that would be what I would say our biggest win today is is to manage to get that many Muslim friendly businesses. And I'm very careful of saying Muslim friendly businesses because yes, whilst a majority and I would say a good 90% on the uh, platform are Muslim owned, um, we do like to reward those businesses that aren't Muslim owned but do cater for our community and go the extra mile because without them, you know, we wouldn't have a more inclusive community as a result. Um, and that that's my experience growing up as well in a mixed race uh, sort mm. of background. I think it's really important. So I'd say that was definitely some of the biggest wins there. But in terms of the challenges, um, I mean, I'll touch on, on the one that I mentioned previously. And I think it's really important for anyone listening. Um, if you've not got an experience and an idea that you've got, um, I would say don't let that one hold you back. And a lot of people will say that. And, you know, especially if it's tech, you might look at it and think, well, how on earth do I develop a platform of software and get people behind it and make it good enough and all the rest of it. But nine times out of 10, when you've got a good enough idea, people will get behind it. Um, mm. And you don't necessarily have to have that set of uh, skills to be able to do it. I mean, to give you an example of how we're set up, you know, yes, we're a software based company. However, you know, I could not code one line at all. If you asked me today, I would have no clue how to do that. But mm. can my team? Yeah, they're fantastic at it. Um, and they buy into the concept, you know, they understand the mission in what in what we're trying to do. Um, and I think one of the most important things for anyone outside is to or listening to this um, to this talk is to make sure that you build a team that's smarter than you. You know, you should not be the smartest person uh, in the room ever. And you should always be learning from others. Um, and that, for me, was one of the challenges I, at the beginning. I truly believed I could do everything by myself. Um, and that, for me was a massive learning curve. And I think the quicker you can get over that hurdle, the better. The mm. other hurdle we had as well on top of that is, you know, working within our community, there are a lot of, there's a spectrum, isn't there? You know, there's, mm. Islam is, is so varied in terms of how people practice it, how people represent it. Um, and in, in general, from, from within our community and outside of our community and trying to create something that is all encompassing and tries to, um, incorporate all elements of that spectrum in a way that is respectful, in, in a way that adheres to the religious requirements that that we know Islam to to require, um, was difficult. You know, it, it really was difficult. And I think unless you are all on the same page as a team and as a as a brand, um, that can be really difficult to make sure that you get right. Um, and that's that's been something that we've been trying to overcome for a while. And alhamdulillah, I do believe that we've managed to get around that. Um, and then I, I'd say the, the third difficulty, um, and I think this could be the case for, um, or challenge, shall I say, could be the case for any business, not necessarily just in tech, was deciding whether you wanted to go for some form of funding or whether you wanted to bootstrap it. And for anyone that doesn't know what bootstrapping is, it's just basically taking the the mindset that, anything you earn will be reinvested back into the business to grow organically rather than taking outside funding. And for me, you know, that was one of the challenges. I mean, I'm 26 years old at the moment and you hear a lot about businesses that have taken on or startups that have taken on funding and grown to fantastic heights, mashallah. But mm -hmm. sometimes you can get caught up in the uh, glitz and glamour of that sort of stuff. And it can take away from the purpose of why you're trying to do what you're mm -hmm. trying to do or the direction that you're trying to go into. Um, and I think I had a really good team that was able to to make a decision collaboratively and collectively that said, you know what, we want to go in this direction. Let's not get too carried away and focus on making sure we deliver value for for our customers and for the, for the wider community. So I would say those three challenges were probably some of the biggest ones. Um, but once we've kind of figured out or, or got our feet under the table with that, we've managed to see a lot more growth for sure. Inshallah, that's amazing. Inshallah, Jazakallah khair for all that you've shared. Inshallah, the, our dear listeners will find beneficial as well in terms of overcoming challenges as well as, you know, not stopping themselves if they don't have all the experiences in something. And I'm just going to quickly just remind our dear listeners that we have Race with us on the show today, who's a founder of Amazing, which is a platform for Muslim service providers. And he's sharing with us today that what Amazing is and why it was created, as well as a few of the hurdles starting something like this with no tech experience. And he's also going to be sharing with us the mission of Amazing moving forward. And I loved what you shared there. Although I said it's a service um, for Muslim uh, service providers, 
you, what, what you've, oh, sorry, it's a platform, not service. Um, what I found quite interesting there is that you said that you're not stopping just, you are including non-Muslims, but who offer Muslims um, um, a service, which is amazing, mashallah. So you're not stopping them. Um, but I also was wondering, is it just for services or is it for products as well? That's a really good question. So to, to roll back a little bit, when we first started, we were a goods-based or products-based uh, marketplace. And um, I would probably liken that to like a sort of halal Amazon without really, mm. really fast delivery. <laughs> yeah. But um, we got to a, a point where we looked at our our sort of custom base and we said yeah that's that's great and it's turning over a decent amount in terms of helping businesses take it to the next level and especially and this is still something that sort of um is a is a, a running theme for businesses whether they're service or product based but mm-hmm. a lot of them do not have a dominant or even you know an entry level um digital footprint whether that be a website whether that be um even like an instagram store or something like mm-hmm. that but their ideas are truly fantastic. You know, they have really, really good products and services that they need to sell. And sometimes these businesses just need a little bit of a helping hand and it doesn't need to cost them a bomb. In fact, it can be free. And that's what we try to do. So we started off as a goods-based business and we saw significant growth. And then we realized to ourselves as well, you know, the services were being missed out. Now, yes, we have focused on services, um, in the immediate sense of relaunching amazing as this platform that you see today but certainly we will be looking at goods based businesses especially without getting too political with everything that we're seeing happening at the moment you know mm-hmm. we want to make sure it's as easy as possible for people to be able to spend their pound uh socially and ethically consciously um mm-hmm. and and comprehensively we want them to have choice and accessibility when it comes to using our platform not just to think well i wish they had uh, for example, or products uh, that are related to what I'm looking for. So certainly, I would say in the next eight months, you'll probably see uh, products being listed on our platform for sure. Great, amazing. And so that's one of the developments, inshallah, you're going to add. And oh, yeah, definitely. One of the things that maybe you'll be addressing and in, in, in your mission moving forward, which, inshallah, we will move into uh, probably after the break. But something also that you've mentioned, which I think, businesses find quite challenging or some of them i'm not going to speak for all of them is that you've created a team how did you go about creating a team and finding the member the right members to add to the team because as you said you try to do it all by yourself you know um for example i'm that kind of person i try to kind of do it all and it's that trust mm-hmm. factor as well so how did you go about doing this inshallah dear listeners or listening can benefit from that as well Inshallah. I mean, it's probably, I know I mentioned it as part of the uh, challenges, it's probably the most challenging thing. Mm. Um, But once you've got a sort of basis for it, it really does open up the floodgates of growth. So, like I said, for me, I came in really sort of arrogant, thinking that I could just do it by myself. And it wasn't the case. I quickly learned that that my skills are certainly limited. Um, And I was really lucky that I would say, other than, you know, paying as much as I did to go to university, you know, mm. one of the biggest uh, benefits of going to university is a really strange one, which I would say is networking, you know, finding mm. the right people that happened for me to be my friends. Now, you know, my developers, for example, I did not know uh, Zamina Waste straight away. Um, mm. You know, I knew, uh, uh, you know, Zamir uh, relatively well. I wouldn't say we, we knew each other brilliantly. And mm-hmm. Oasis, who's, who's also my, my back-end developer and one of the most um, uh, clever people I've ever met, you know, mm-hmm. I knew him as a friend of a friend. And it came to a point where I was trying to do everything, um, you know, in-house, trying to do everything a million times slower that I mm-hmm. said to, to someone, you know, does anyone know someone that could do this? And they said, well, why don't you go back and have a think about who you've met? And I just thought to myself, well, hang on, who did computer science? And mm. I thought to myself, actually, I do remember people doing computer science. And I thought, let me just bite the bullet and ask the question. And I got to the point where, you know, Zam was, was coming on board as a sort of consultant. He was helping out. Then Oase was coming on as a consultant and they were helping out. And that was originally on an invoicing basis. And I, I done a YouTube video on this, which is being released, uh, I think, maybe next week or so. But mm. the, the sort of takeaway from this was sometimes you don't just want to incentivize people to buy into what you're doing straight away by a financial means or even on an equity basis 
sometimes you have to sort of do a little bit of work with them to understand whether you work well together. Mm-hmm. Now, Sam and Oasis I worked with on a financial basis for maybe two or three months until, I'll be very honest, I ran out of money. I had nothing left. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, I mean, you got to bear in mind at that time, I was like a 22-year-old trying to mm-hmm. uh, afford all of this. And I said to myself, um, you know, I said to God, to be fair, I, I asked for help, you know, what can I do? And I just thought, let me try, let me ask and see if they're interested in coming on uh, from on an equity basis and a part of the team. And before I could even ask, they asked me. And they said, oh, by the way, we really like what you're doing. Would you be interested in us joining the team properly? And from there, it's been sort of a, a snowball effect in the fact of they have not now been on a transactional basis saying, yeah, Reese, we've completed your um, uh, your, in- your your work that we're invoicing for. They're now coming up with ideas that I wouldn't come up with, which I think is fantastic. So it is hard uh, to find a team, but I do think it's worth it and it does take time. But ask around, speak to people that you've you've got in your network and they'll refer you to people who know people and go to networking events. You'll find people that, you know, that that you kind of get on with. And LinkedIn is fantastic for it as well. Mm-hmm. And that was smart of you as well to kind of look into university because then you've got the different, you know, um, fields in the university. So just about selecting the person from the right field. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get their grades. Otherwise, I would have been on that one as well. <laughs> No, Michelle, that, that's that's um, great. And that kind of can relate it to the work that I do in terms of the, we didn't have a chat about that, but um, I also do, um, I don't know if you've heard of the Myers-Briggs, uh, but it's more mm. of a prophetic model of the Myers-Briggs. Because I know I've registered on your, um, on your platform, but I don't know if you've seen the part that I do. So it's more mm-hmm. of the prophetic model of the Myers-Briggs and how the Prophet Muhammad used to place each of the Sahabas in the right places um, that is suited for their personalities. Definitely. So wow. that kind of um, it, it kind of adds to what you said about not trying to do everything by yourself. Although we try to, it's not going to be so successful because we have certain strengths and other people have certain strengths. It's about utilising your strength in the right place and then utilising the strength of others in the right places as well. And kind of that kind of creates that community as well and that unity and that support of one another to produce something for the ummah as well. So I love, mashallah, the kind of um, approach that you've had there. I'm just going to quickly remind our dear listeners is that we have um, uh, Ray Sayed on the show with us today, who's the founder of Amazing, and he's sharing with us today what Amazing is, why it was created, um, as well as a few of the hurdles starting something like this with no tech experience, and mashallah, how he managed to overcome those challenges. And Ray, um, after the break, inshallah, we'll be sharing with us the mission of Amazing moving forward. We've got a few minutes before the break so i'll just ask one other question here is amazing your full time or are you doing anything else as well on the side and if you are how do you juggle between everything that's a really good question i think i, I touched on a, a little bit just uh, on a previous question now i do work in the family business full time and um, so you still do that much more yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, that one is very, very close to my heart. It's a mm-hmm. water treatment business that in and of its own mission is, is sort of changing the world, um, which mm-hmm. is really, really important. Now, um, Amazing came slightly later than joining uh, IWS. And for me, I do believe that the team is strong enough to, to work it the way we, in which we're doing at the moment. But I believe that when the demand uh, hits a certain level, it will require me to go full time uh, on Amazing. But as I say, one of the benefits of having a fantastic team is that they really mm-hmm. can hold their own. They don't need me to um, to sort of micromanage or anything like that. But certainly, inshallah, the aim is to definitely get to Amazing full time uh, in the next six months, inshallah. Inshallah. And for the meantime, are you, are you, how are you finding having to kind of work on this and work on that? It can be a bit of challenging, right? And- it's, it's a little bit, yeah. You yeah. kind of have to wear more than one hat. Um, it is really, really difficult. Um, but it, it's it's rewarding because anything worth doing is hard. Um, and I could not do what I'm doing at Amazing had I have not learned anything that I've learned at IWS. Mm. I mean, the, yeah. the exposure and the experience that I've gained um, at my at the family business because I've been sort of thrown into the deep end and I've not had to sort of all you know start from zero. Mm. I've had exposure to you know management meetings, meetings that where your contribution actually you can see it 
in place you know you're, you're not being filtered out by other areas or other echelons of the of the hierarchy which is really really important and it's taught me every skill that I needed to do to be able to get to where I am I don't believe I'm ever finished learning so there's still lots for me to do and lots for me to be able to push towards amazing to hope to help uh, grow the community that we're, we're looking to grow Amen, amen, inshallah. May Allah grant you success in it, inshallah. And we're just going to go very shortly for a break. So I'm just going to remind our dear listeners is that we're having Race on the show today with us, who's the founder of Amazing. Um, and inshallah, he will be sharing after the break the mission of Amazing Move Forward. And what we've been talking about so far is the creation of Amazing, why it was created, how it's giving so far, who it aims to serve, and so on. Um, do you question... Do you, questions <laughs> dear listeners if you have any questions or comments please feel free to send those inshallah to the break on 0779481822 so dear listeners this is inspiring fm Luton on 105.1 inshallah we'll begin for a very short break so do stay tuned inshallah for more to hear about amazing from race inshallah Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to the Arise to Success show. We have Ray Sayed with us today who's a founder of Amazing and he's sharing with us today why Amazing was created. Well, that's what he shared before the break. And he also shared a few of the hurdles starting something like this with no tech experience, as well as now, inshallah, we'll be moving on talking about the mission of Amazing moving forward. Dear listeners, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to send those on 0779481822. So, Reis, mashallah, jazakallah khair for all the amazing stuff that you've shared before the break in terms of why Amazing was created, what it's all about, some of the wins, some of the challenges, and how you went about creating a team. And now, inshallah, we'll be moving on to talking about the mission of Amazing. So, if you can tell us more about the mission moving forward. Brilliant. Firstly, thank you for that opportunity to go through that. Um, I really do appreciate it. Um, so in terms of the, the mission for Amazing going forward, I mean, the overarching mission is to empower every Muslim uh, that we work with. Um, and that might be from a consumer perspective, that might be from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. But the idea here is for every consumer to have access to what well, they have their consumer needs championed, whether that be through accessibility, whether that be through transparency or whether that be through just general choice in which which they uh, are able to choose for the best supplier that they're looking for. Now, when it comes to businesses, we're looking at unlocking the 4.1 million Muslims in the UK and indeed the wider world, inshallah, um, and growing in the community. Um, but the overarching mission that we're looking to do here um, comes back from... Uh, the experience I had growing up, growing up in the Jewish community, they had a very um, circular economy. You know, everything is kept within their own community. And that mm-hmm. is, to, to the greatest degree, quite admirable in the sense of how that pound, the pound that we earn, can be used to better our brother or our sister within our community. So mm-hmm. when I spend my pound with, let's say, Inspire FM, I want to know that Inspire FM has been uplifted to be able to provide a better service um, and quality service moving forward and provide better service for me. Now, when I know that that's happening, you then can do better and you can then become a better company moving forward and to take it to new heights. Now, I want that and I know the team want that for every business within our community so we don't want any business within our community or any consumer within our community to feel that they're they are not being championed and the best way to do that with such a um a large large community such a strong ummah is to make sure that we work together to ensure that we are in charge of how we uplift each other and personally i think there are many 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 different ways of doing this but one of the most um sort of direct ways and approaches of, of ensuring that this happens it's starting with where we where we spend our pound and now more than ever we've obviously seen how important that is um so yeah that is amazing overarching mission is to empower every muslim or as we like to say to uplift every, our ummah with every click that is the idea there 
That's amazing, mashallah. And I think at this current time as well, where a lot of mashallah um, Muslims are wanting to support Muslim businesses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is just perfect timing, inshallah, to kind of explore the platform that you have and see what Muslim businesses are out there so that we can together uplift the Ummah, mashallah. And you made a really good point there where we can support one another so that, inshallah, we together can rise as an Ummah. You've mentioned that it's UK. Is it only UK based, or are you looking to kind of go international in the future? Definitely. So we we at the moment our team is based in the UK, and you know mm. the, the beautiful thing about software is it wouldn't be too difficult to go international because all you have to do is add another flag, and you can get going from there. But um, we've uh, just looked at um, starting a partnership with Amazing USA, um, mm. and they will be catering for uh, the entirety of North America. Um, they will be launching in January, and mm-hmm. we are having conversations with Amazing Spain um, and uh, New Zealand and Australia as well. So, you know, we're just trying to get our feet under the table with the UK situation. But, you know, the more publicity we get, the more people we talk to, the more we realise this is not just a local problem that we're trying to solve. It's actually a global problem that we're trying to uh, to solve. And you know, alhamdulillah, people are looking at us as if we're the uh, we're the right people to do it. So we have to work collaboratively, and um, we don't know every single market, but we can certainly try to make sure that every Muslim across the globe, certainly the Western world, uh, ensure that their consumer and business needs are championed. Inshallah. Oh, that's amazing, mashallah. And you said in January is that next month? Yeah, literally. So we're working on, uh, I mean, we, we have calls every week with uh, America. It's really strange, actually. Um, <laughs> we've got the, the, the sort of accent differences and you've got all the, the different ways and time zone differences and all the rest of it. But we've been working really, really stringently with them and they're a fantastic team over there based in Silicon Valley. And um, mm-hmm. they are going to be looking at really growing the um, the market over there. And I, I would argue they've got a much harder job <laughs> than we've got in the UK. They've got like what we've got times 10 or times 100 so you know more power to them and I'm what I really do want to sort of um, let the listeners know is that the approach that we've had so far with certain businesses like that is not competitive uh, you know Mm -hmm. in the sense of they could have looked at us and said oh we're going to be a competitor let's just go into into America but Mm -hmm. you know one of the beautiful things about it was they looked at it and thought well how can we work together you know, how can we make sure that we combine our efforts correctly so that we really can have a, a fantastic um, impact in what we're trying to do? And that, for me, sold it straight away. You know, I, I, you know the team were ready to make that transition into um, a sort of global movement. For us, it's, it's a really nice step forward. So we're going to continue to to keep pushing the value added into the UK and into Europe. Um, but we know we're in safe hands when it comes to across the pond as well. Mm. Mashallah, that's great progress. Mashallah, what a great start of the year. Mashallah, so that's <laughs> amazing. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, that we're having the interview at this time of the year, so you <laughs> others can hear about this. Inshallah, and the progress of that. And I love what you mentioned about not seeing it as a competition, but as supporting one another as unity. Can you say a few words about this? Because I think that's quite important um, for the Muslims as well to um, help us to kind of unite together and work together rather than... I mean, of course, there are competitions in in, in, in business, but in terms of seeing it as more of a support, and that kind of reminds me, there's something... I can't remember what time it was, but it was sometime... Um, I don't know if it was... I don't think it was at the Prophet's time, um, but basically what happened, there was... Um, few businesses and one of them was doing very well and they were right next to each other and the other one didn't have any any sales that day and um, there was a client who came to the person who sold quite well and he wanted to buy something from him and he actually told him why don't you go to my colleague or my you know my, my friend next door he's selling exactly the same thing and he didn't make any sales today and I was like, wow, that's amazing, you know, instead of him thinking, actually, no, I'll just make more money. He actually wanted to support his brother in Islam. So that for me is something huge. And I feel like this is what uplifts us, the ummah altogether. And it shows a kind of mannerism that should, we should be having Islamically. So can you speak a little bit more about this? Because I think that's something that would benefit us all, inshallah, hearing more about it. Well, what I find really interesting is I've done a few sort of podcasts and talks and one of the running themes is actually what you're mentioning here is um, the stigmas of working within our community and viewing things as too competitive, I think Mm -hmm. is probably the most negative way I could put that, by the way, 
but I think it's important that I say it that way because a lot of people, when we were first starting Amazing, and even to this day, we still get, you know, Instagram DMs that will say a similar thing, where it's mm. almost a defeatist attitude where you, they, some people, and this will be in any community, but certainly we, we don't, we don't label these types of people as amazing for having this type of, of, of mentality. Now, mm. what the general consensus among this type of community will be, will be something like, you know, do you truly believe it will work because the community won't come together? Or we look at each other too competitively or so-and-so over there wants to have more than so-and-so uh, over here. And it's not a collaborative um, culture. Is, is typically the, the consensus that we get from this community when they're speaking. Now, I would argue that that is the case with any community. You know, people are just wired differently. It's, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't come up with stigmas uh, externally for this sort of thing. This comes from within our community. People are, you know, you and I are asking this question and we are within our community. Now, mm-hmm. Amazing aims, and it, it might sound idealistic, but Amazing aims to get rid of that by working together to ensure that each and every business has its own, for example, amazing offer. And it's not all about just sales. It's about uplifting the next person that you're that you're working with. Like the example that you gave there was spot on. You know, we shouldn't be looking at each other to say, well, how can I make more than you? So long as everyone's eating, there is a big enough cake. And that is what amazing is about. There is a big enough cake here for everyone to, to indulge in and to have a piece of now when we have people like that that think in that sort of mentality you know more power to them to do well locally you know to to do what they're doing and to tick their boxes but for the ones that have that expansive mindset that say to themselves how can i help my wider community they are truly going to be the ones that can take it to the next level and they're the ones that we put time and effort into to ensure that we can actually take it to the next level and uplift our community with every with every click but I do think, from an educational point of view, it would be naive to think that that problem can be eradicated if we all hold hands. I think that there is a lot of work to be done, um, but that's why we're here. If no one moves the needle, the needle will never get to where it needs to get to. And inshallah, you know, for our kids, for our grandchildren, whatever it is, we will be in a better place with that mindset. Hopefully that mindset will be eradicated, inshallah. Inshallah. And it just requires each one of us to do our part, right? Hundred percent. That's exactly right. Yeah, JazakAllah khair for that. And I'm just going to remind our dear listeners, just in case anybody joined us lately, is that we have Race with us on the show today, who's the founder of Amazing, uh, which is a platform for um, to provide um, Muslim services. And also, as as um, Race said, that there is um, non-Muslim services out there, but providing um, support and services to the Muslim community. Uh, Race has been sharing with us today what Amazing is, why it was created, as well as uh, some of the hurdles um, that they face as well as how he overcome them uh, and race is now sharing his mission of amazing moving forward and the team as well um together with him and we just talked about you know the importance of uniting together and working together as an homage to support one another so inshallah we can move forward together and um actually just to remind the listeners as well before moving into the next question if you have any questions or comments please feel free to send those on our triple seven nine four eight one eight double two now race i was interested to know more about and of the of our dear listeners as I said, and they're wondering how can they sign up if they want to kind of register um, as a business on your platform? How can they do that? Yes, yeah, spot on. So what we've done purposely is we've made it free. Um, so that's number one. Mm-hmm. There's no friction here to be able to say, um, how do I sign up? I can't afford to sign up. We want to make sure that no one in our community feels left out. So we've mm-hmm. created a freemium uh, sort of business model. Now, Locally, you can benefit from signing up for free. If you're in more of a competitive uh, sector, such as, for example, weddings and events, legal and financial, you might, may find benefit in being able to pay for a paid plan. What we also do is we add um, ancillary services such as digital marketing, uh, general mentorship with our network of, of uh, business owners and leaders that we work with. But we're really looking at ways in which we can uplift businesses that come on, whether it be on a, on a sort of free of charge basis to make sure that value is always added or on a uh, premium basis that we mentioned previously. Now, it's very simple to be able to, to, to sign up. Uh, the website that you're looking for is ummazing.com. That's amazing.com. And when you head over to amazing.com, 
you'll see an section there that says sign up and it should default you to a business sign up page. There we'll be looking just for a little bit of brief information and from there you'll be able to be taken to the next stages to set up your business and be able to get live on the website. Usually reviews take about 24 hours to 48 hours and inshallah any questions that any of your listeners have, especially if they're business owners, uh, more than than happy to uh, accommodate with. And the other thing to mention as well, we're constantly adding new um, categories and sectors onto the directory. Mm-hmm. We can't claim to be the most expansive one without more businesses coming on from various different corners of categories in the world. Um, so the more uh, niche categories we can get, the better. We're, we're more than happy to accommodate and we'd love to be able to um, help any businesses, whether it be in the local Luton community or indeed the wider parts of the UK, inshallah. That's great. Jazakallah for sharing this. And I must, I must add as well that my experience of contacting your team has been amazing. It's like, wow, the response was so quick. And I was like, wow. No, Jazakallah for that. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to uh, say that's all pretty much on them. You know, they're a fantastic team. And they're really, really dedicated to um, making sure that businesses from our community feel like they're special and, uh, and championed with their needs. Oh, definitely, mashallah. So this is just to let our dear listeners, mashallah, as it is, you know, uh, there is the option of a free service or signing up for free, then it's worth, inshallah, putting all businesses out there. So inshallah, you know, the, the businesses out there can be supported by having that platform. And as I said, bringing it together to supporting business, Muslim business owners and shaman businesses out there to um, help the Ummah um, together to be uplifted, inshallah. So at the moment it's for services. And when did you say that the, inshallah, you will start adding um, the service for products as well? So we, we'll probably look in the next eight months. We have already started the process and obviously having run the, the Good Space Marketplace in the past on a different platform, um, we have a really good basis to work from, and you know, given the the current climate, we want to make sure our consumers have so much to uh, to be able to pick from. So, I would say within the next eight months, as a maximum, we would be saying that we have fully fledged sectors ready for uh, products as well as just services. Oh, that's great. There's a question that I have here, but I would like to leave it right to the end um, to end with. But before I get to that, perhaps we can talk a little bit more about, you know. What's your journey like starting from at the start, you know, being a university student to where you are now? Did you ever think you would get that far, mashallah, going to the US, you know, Spain and Australia, as you mentioned, and so on, inshallah, in the future? Did you ever think that you would get that far? And what was, you know, the journey like from starting with nothing to, mashallah, where it is now? I think even as you just said that there, I just had a realization <laughs> that that's, been, that that's happened. Uh, no, subhanallah, um, it, it's it is a bit surreal because yeah. when I think this will be the case for any of your listeners, and if you haven't, you know, started your own business or been involved in, in a business, um, certainly it's something that you can take away from this uh, talk. If anything, um, don't don't under un- underestimate or discredit your idea. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I started from the beginning saying to myself, well, why would my developers not want to work as consultants? They won't want to come on to work on an equity basis. They won't buy in on the idea. That was stage number one. Suddenly they bought in and, and really liked it. And suddenly I wasn't paying uh, you know, invoices on a monthly basis and I had a collaborative team. The next one was, well, how am I going to get onto TV? And then suddenly, you know, Islam Channel and even the mm-hmm. likes of your platform see the value in what we do and mm-hmm. say, you know, viewers and listeners would like to to hear a little bit more and then we go to to other elements where you got to bear in mind you know we're 26 years old I think yeah I think I might actually be the oldest one on the team and you know when you're dealing with people that are older when they're business owners and they're seasoned seasoned professionals as well you 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 almost get imposter syndrome you're you're talking Mm -hmm. to them as if me it's me you really want to talk to Uh, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it really hit us until we got that email from America that said, you know, we've got a similar idea. We want to do it. And, you know, yeah. the the age is there. You're talking about 42, 35 years old yeah. uh, and all older than us. I think the youngest person on that team, maybe 29 years old. I know we always talk about age, but it's the easiest way to, to sort of quantify um, the difference from, from where we truly believed we are versus where we are today in reality. And, mm-hmm. I do think we've come a long way and I don't think, and this is probably uh, true of many business owners, that we stop enough 
to think about what we've actually done. And we're talking in December at the end of the year now. It's probably a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, to say, you know, pat on the back, mashallah, you know, we, we've done a lot. And inshallah, yeah. we, we need to take stock of that and then work on how we grow into the next steps. But truly, I did not believe we would get to this stage. I just really got my head down and thought, how far can we take this? And there's been much cleverer people that have given me even better ideas as we've gone along and pivoted. And I'm so grateful for the direction that Allah has given us to be able to to follow it and to, to stick to the journey and to not get uh, sidetracked with mm. things that look shinier or a little bit more immediate. We know this is a long-term uh, process, but it's been three to four years so far. And inshallah, mm. we don't plan on stopping anytime soon until we make a really, really positive impact for the rest of the community. I mean, I mean, mashallah, although it's been just a few years, mashallah, has developed so much. And as you said, that you didn't think it would get that far. And inshallah, we'll get even further, inshallah. <clears throat> and I'm just finding it, you know, quite um, fascinating as well that you, you all are a team of young people, mashallah. And you said you're the oldest, right? 26, and the team is younger, mashallah. It's like, you know, nothing can stop people. So those dear listeners who are listening to us, no matter what your age is, you can do something, inshallah. And it started just with an idea, as you've mentioned, and it developed further and further. And that's where having that, you know, tying your camel and having tawakkul in Allah. And you yeah. didn't think you'd get, <clears throat> get that far. And subhanAllah, you know, although you didn't, you know, even um, uh, seek out some opportunities. It came all the way mm-hmm. to you. You know, when I found out about it, I contacted you. Um, as you said, Islam Channel reached out to you as well. So sometimes it's just about making that start and putting that to work on Allah and doing your best. And inshallah, you know, if there is khair in it, then inshallah, it will go further and further. So that's amazing. Inshallah. Now moving into actually just to remind our dear listeners because sometimes um, some listeners join a bit later. We have Race with us on the show today who is a founder of Amazing which is um, providing you know um, services for the Muslim community and inshallah in eight months time it would also cater for products as well. Um, uh, Race has been sharing with us today what Amazing is, what it's about, how it was created, the wins, the challenges, mashallah, the mission moving forward and great stuff inshallah coming up um, inshallah with uh, Amazing soon. Uh, so now inshallah if we can move into and actually dear listeners if you have any questions or comments please feel free to send those in ultra seven nine four eight one eight double two and we have a few minutes before the end of the show so race if you can end talking about what advice would you give others um about their passions and following their dreams and you know um whatever they 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 want to do despite it could be challenges like yourself for example you know you started with no tech experiences or at all so although we've been talking about it throughout, is there specific advice to give them to kind of take on the opportunity and move forward and do what they're passionate about rather than just, you know, kind of taking a step back and not taking actions? Yeah, really good question, Jihad. So I think I'll, I'm going to steal your advice, actually, on this one. <laughs> it's um, to, to to tie your camel, I think, is, is the best way of putting it, because I think there's a there's sort of like a, a spectrum that people seem to think it's either black or white. So mm-hmm. you either go all in and you, you do everything you want for this business, but some people, you know, can go in there without tying their camel and making sure that, you know, that they're financially looked after, they're mentally looked after, you know, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But also there's the other spectrum, the other side of the spectrum where you say to yourself, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it once I get this part of my job. And, you know, that you wait too long. Now, what I would say is, There's no, and this is advice I'd give to anyone, not even just a startup, just any business idea or any any idea that you've got, whether even just starting like a a YouTube channel or your own, uh, you know, selling your own art on the side, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Just start is is number one, right? Start Mm -hmm. and do deal with what we call an MVP, a minimum viable product. What does that mean? It means get something out there that doesn't look pretty, but has or serves its function so that you can get some feedback on it. Now, nine times out of ten, that doesn't take a lot to do. You know, you can do that on your weekend. You can do that after work, whatever you're doing, whatever your circumstance. Get that MVP out and ask people, preferably ones that aren't always going to give you positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Get the ones that are going to be constructive and give it to strangers, you know. Go on LinkedIn. I've done it a million times. Send out messages to people that you believe are going to add value with their feedback and just say, what do you think about this? And nine times out of ten, given the nature of humans in general but certainly the natures of of muslims in our community they want to help 
yeah and as you quite rightly said jihad you know you it doesn't matter what age you are or where you come from you know just go ahead and do that it doesn't matter if you're 26 or you're 19 or you're 16 it doesn't matter if you're 46 50 or 70 you know i've met people at exhibitions that have had similar ideas to me that are 70 i say more power to them you know <laughs> you're you're way more experienced than i am doing the similar thing and clearly you're doing a great job with it so get get feedback get an mvp out because that is the only way you're going to know whether your idea is worth doing because the amount of people that have messaged me saying I had a similar idea or I was going to do this, but I never ended up doing it. Don't mm-hmm. be that guy. You know, the only difference between me and them was I ended up doing it. I'm not mm-hmm. special. I'm just someone that decided to go all the way with it and got very mm-hmm. lucky with the people that I had around me. But mm-hmm. you're going to have an idea that you believe will either change your life or someone else's life or certainly be game changing in the way of business or just whatever it's doing. Don't be the guy that says, I wish I had done this because honestly, life is too short and we've got to understand the things that we're doing have to be for the sake of our community, the sake of Allah. And if it has any positive impact in what we're trying to do for our community, our local community, whatever it is, you shouldn't be the person to not do it. In particular, if you have that skill set, you might not believe you have that skill set, but each and every one of us has value that we can add to our community. comes back to the amazing mindset. Genuinely, we all have things we have to give back. And by sitting back, allowing us to be, whether it just be an employee, whether it just be doing your day-to-day work, but by not being amazing or by not being extraordinary, we are cutting ourselves short as a community. So get the MVP out. Ask any stranger that will listen. They will listen and they will feedback. Some will not feedback, but it doesn't matter. Send enough messages out. And don't be the one to say, I wish I had done it. That's my feedback or my advice for someone in a similar situation. If your mindset is going to be, I wish I'd done it, then we'll, that's not where you want to be. Love it, Rish. Jazakallah That has been amazing. And thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing these amazing tips. It is the end of the show, so I'm having to cut it. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.